Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the Bullshit Detective podcast. Today I have been talking to Radu Prishkow. Uh, Radu came over from Romania about six years ago and well we've just had a bit of a chat about his experience of of the British population, uh, what it was like for him to come over um, and well that's about it really but have a listen. I uh, hope you enjoy it and I'll see you briefly at the end. Bye. Ah, Radu. Hello, Dave. How are you, sir? Hello. I'm good. I'm good. Um, so this is take two. Um, I had some technical issues, but uh, yeah, you were saying about how you always call me David. <laughs> I know. I always called you Dave, but I don't know why I've called you David this time. It's like, I, I'm sure that's something when you get in trouble usually, no? It tends to be. I think that's the, the general feeling that people get called their full name by their mum when they've done something wrong. I have seriously FOMO about that. I'm honest with you because my name is just four letters. I've yep. never had a short name version of mine. You can't. No. So I've always been Radu. So it's just, yeah. I feel like I've missed a trick there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know the same. I'm, I'm, I feel the same about never having had a nickname really I've you never had a nickname. no not really i've always been called dave <laughs> <That's it. laughs> not even in high school or like i don't know like no i think i did have a nick i did have a nickname at a work place once i was called spike because i had sort of spiky hair um <laughs> but yeah, when i was when I was at high school, everyone, I mean, I had a mate called Spud and a mate called Chip and a mate called this and that. And I was just always Dave. Dave. Fair enough. I mean, everybody needs a Dave. Absolutely. Dependable. That's what it is. Solid <laughs> and dependable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you say that, but the first, my first mentor here in UK, like, like proper looking after me as a manager was, was a guy named Dave Helford. Right. So uh, there you go. Was he solid and dependable? Yes, yes. Even to this day, we we become mates. Uh, oh, there you go then. Yeah, he he actually gave me gave me a lovely present for when my my daughter was born. Uh, ah. The same for my son. Really, yeah, yeah. Really, really thoughtful guy. And I always, always now. So we we exchange gifts to each other, and yeah, it's really really nice. I've I've often wondered actually if people's names actually affect how they turn out as people. There's been a study actually on that. Uh, I've read at one point. Depends. So for example, if you get like a weird name, it 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 was like it sets expectations, right? Like compared, if you have like one that names like princess or king, uh, you get a bit of an of entitlement feeling. But it's yeah. not something guaranteed because some people take differently due to their like to their persona. Like, yes, uh, yeah. uh, for example, perhaps I find something amusing, but you don't. So yes. I think it's the same thing goes with uh, the meaning behind the names. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, and I suppose if you've got a kind of a, a name that can be ridiculed, you're likely to be bullied at school and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think as with anything, our experiences can have an influence on how we turn out. But but you you can give two people the same experience and they will respond differently. Differently. To it. Of course, of yeah. course, because it's not just that. It's the way uh, it's as as in we keep saying, oh, we're we are individuals, but we we've never had we've never had done an experiment like I know I'm talking uh, very weird. What it is not like uh, 
the maze type of experiment where you put kids from birth and give them the exact same circumstances. Yeah. You give them the exact same chances, the exact same parents, if it makes sense. Like everything is the same. Then we can know for sure, right, at what level do each individual cut to be like the the personality kicks in. Yeah. No, it is interesting actually because... I mean, you obviously get, you know, parents have kids, they have more than one kid, and those kids tend to turn out quite different often, most of the time, yeah. I think. Um, so you could argue that, well, they're having the same experiences, but actually they're not, because the first child has a very different experience to the second child. Absolutely, Gary, I, I can vouch you know, that. It's like, you know, the first child has lots of photographs taken of them, the second child, parents can't be bothered by them. <laughs> that's you know? true saying that we, uh, it was just two days ago me and my wife was like jesus christ we have so m- on all our fridge it's just alma no yeah. pictures of our son is like we're so bad parents <laughs> we need to change that he's one now we need him in, 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 in frames jesus you up your up your photography game but that's but that, even that even that in itself i mean you, you could argue that, right, though, that your two children have had the, the same parents but they haven't had the same experience and i'm not saying you're not bad parents because you haven't <laughs> taken photos by the way but but on a on a on a more subtle level the two children will be treated differently and that's not a bad thing actually because after the first you know by the time you get to the second one you've become better at being parents. You know what to do. You've been there before. So you're much more, you're probably going to be, everyone's going to be more relaxed about it. So, so I don't know, you know, and I I think if I look at my brother and I, he's older than me. He's much more highly strung, let's say, than I am. Uh, Sorry, I don't really know. Oh, um, um, he's, 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 um, he's a bit of a pain in the ass. <laughs> okay. So, so that's quite high, high, highly strong. So he's a bit more, he's more, more temperamental, more right. argumentative. So, okay. and and I, and I think you know that he would have had a different experience of the same parents to me, because, you know, we're just parents are just used to it. They're used to having having raised a child, um, so it's not a big deal anymore. So the parents aren't going to be quite as tense and stressed and maybe worried. You know? Yeah, it is. It is true. It's true because I have two kids, and uh, my daughter was was we were Jesus. My wife was terrorizing the the local GP. Everybody mm. was knowing us there. She was going like two, three, three times a week. Yeah, she was she was going to the GP like going to shopping. She was so scared about everything that was happening new. With my son, I think the GP like six times in a year. Yeah. So, like, literally just for, like, necessities. And we also, because we were so focused on, I don't know, focused on other things uh, and, and, and we'll give them a bit more independent. I also worked more. But he fell more often. He yeah. just smashed his head earlier today. He went ass over tits, uh, over the rails. Like, literally, yeah. bang on. It was like, wow. And we're so scared now because we can't take him to the hospital. And he has a golf ball above his nose so it's like right but in the same time i'm not as worried i was when alma did something very similar we rushed yeah. to the emergency room we're like desperately it was so, yeah i think i think it's just experience because you, you 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 go ballistic with the first one and then you realize actually you can take a breath nothing wrong will happen they, they're not gonna break they actually yeah tougher than the, you well the, yeah they are actually tougher than we are and and, and i think you know, your daughter probably wouldn't have fallen as much because she would have been watched more closely. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and she would have been, you know, potentially. I mean, I remember my, my when. Um, I mean, I, I've got a stepdaughter, and I was she was six when when my wife and I met. Um, and my wife was one of these people who would say, "Oh, don't run, you might fall over." Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So she. I mean, as a as a as she grew up, she didn't really get into things like sport. And yeah. you see her run now, and it's like she she can't. She's never really <laughs> learned to run properly. Oh bless. Um, She's she's really sort of I don't know she yeah she's just not not very good at running, um and and, and I think there's also a difference between girls and boys anyway and how we oh, treat uh, them. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, my daughter don't get me wrong. She's like, um, <laughs> she keeps saying she's gonna be a boy, so yeah. <laughs> I, I need to be I need to be true now, nowadays. You can't take it as a joke anymore. So. Well, no, no. Yeah, and, they. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it, that's you've different. Got, you've got that's, all that- you've got all that to look forward to <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's a talk for a different top a different day but uh she's she's very uh, my son is clumsy so he yeah. he just falls because he's literally clumsy she falls now and she 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 looks uh, we always worried when we take her if she has we need to go to the doctors and when we do the checkup we always think we're gonna take somebody gonna take her away because she's full of bruises like yeah. literally from yeah. up to toe. So we, we they think like we're beating her. We, we don't. She literally drops on her knees from, from like three, three, three flights of stairs. Yeah. She's, I don't, I, we can't stop. If we don't look, she just climbs on the furniture and jumps from one place to the other. Uh, and th- my son is the same. He smashed his lip uh, on like a little motor scooter. But he cried for a minute and then he went back on. And yeah. I don't know sincerely if I want to stop that because that would be a very good thing to have in life, to be well, able to he, dust yourself and keep on yes. pushing. Well, and that was always my approach with, with my son. So I've got a stepdaughter and a son. And if he fell over it, so, you know, just go and, go and, you know, say, just get up, mate. Don't yeah. worry about it. You, have, you know, it's, you know, you'll have a little bit of a cry maybe and then, and then just get on with it. And but then you get into with with your daughter, for example, I mean, um, and look, none of this is a criticism. It's just these are just observations, and they may or may not be true. Of course. Um, but maybe your daughter does that because she's used to that cycle of if she hurts herself, she gets lots of attention. Oh, the thing is, she doesn't want the attention anymore. Right. Oh, she hurts herself. She says, "Oh, can I have a bandaid? It is blood," and that's it. She moves on. Yeah. So it's like right. It's, uh, when yeah, she, yeah uh, she used to do that when she was younger, like. For, to get breastfeeding because we, we my wife breastfed her until she was two years old. Yeah. So she used to do when she grew up, like 18 months, she used to f- pretend she got hit. Yeah. But even now, for example, if, if I take her in my arms and, for example, you hit the door, she's like, oh, and you said, oh, you hit your head. Even though she didn't, she will cry. So funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's interesting stuff, our brains. Um, yeah. And and look, what we what we, we we sort of had a chat um this week, and we were searching for something to talk about. And um, what I suggested is we talk about, and this this is an interesting one actually, I, I think, about your experience of coming to the UK. Yes. Um, from a from a human perspective, and 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 that's in terms. I mean, you know, when I when I suggested it, you you said that you didn't really have any expectations of the UK, um, in terms of what the people would be like because you didn't really well you just didn't for whatever the reason um and i, I suppose i'm just interested in what what that was like um it, i mean how, how long have you been in the uk now i've been here now for five years five years right, okay. and uh 
yeah, I've come here in, in it's almost six will be now in September. Uh, I've came here September 2014, end of right, September okay. 2014. And yes, as you said, I've, I've knew nothing about, the only thing I knew, I know it sounds silly, so please, please excuse me. I don't mean in the, in the wrong way, but the only thing I knew about England was Benny Hill and Mr. Bin. <laughs> That's <Right>. it. <laughs> Honest to God, I haven't seen a, a proper British movie. I haven't seen anything really, like like nothing. And 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 before before my wife, before we, we traveled here, my wife showed me. Uh, she she used to do. She did a, a year at Canterbury University as a, an exchange student. So she yeah. lived here a year, and uh, she showed me Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Right. And well, that doesn't really portray a full <laughs> like I came with that picture in mind, so I had a com- yeah. a complete shock. Uh, it, it was it was a complete shock when I when I first because the first people I spoke in England uh, in in the first three hours before I reached in a shared accommodation were foreigners. Yeah, I live in Milton Keynes. Not not a single British person. So I didn't have a chance to actually, uh, and also uh, the first house we, we we stayed in a in in a very rough area called Fishermead in Milton Keynes, and um, uh, it, it was very we couldn't talk with anybody because the landlords were living landlords, uh, right. they were deaf, right? <laughs> so we couldn't speak anything. So it was it was the most awkward. 24 hours of my life because I couldn't speak with anyone. Uh, we, me and my wife, we went to this local shops and uh, he was an Indian chap, I remember to this day, and they were having Romanian products on the shelves. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I've never expected this. So he, I, I, I remember he, he, clearly I, I slept like three hours. Uh, we, we didn't slept the night before. So we just went to, to a supermarket, Sainsbury's and, uh, we we it was so so amazing because we I've experienced for the first time in my life customer service. Yeah, we don't have that thing in Romania. <laughs> right, okay. So at least when I left, there was no not not you don't have that. You simply don't. So some somebody coming in the supermarket to ask me how they can help me, they weren't giving me the funny looks if we asked something because we couldn't like we didn't I didn't have the same level of English I do now, and yeah. uh. It was it was really amazing, really really amazing. They showed us everything. Uh, they waited us to to do with Google Translate, and I don't know from where I come, Eastern European, especially the the, the hospitality sector, as in, in in supermarkets worker. They no, they they get paid very little, and they they just have this phase that you just bitch slap their mother. So every honestly, <laughs> yeah. every time you ask for something, you you rather spend a half an hour extra than to ask anything. So it was yeah. it was really good. It was really good. And uh, then the landlords made us dinner. Well, the dinner was tricky. <laughs> uh, it was really amazing for for them doing that. But we don't know what we what we're eating. They made us yeah. um, a full Sunday roast, and they oh, made yeah. they made like those shells that I felt found out later they were puddings yorkshire puddings yorkshire puddings there you go so we yeah. didn't know how to eat them <laughs> so we didn't know how to eat anything because they were different pots so we didn't know how to mix 
Yeah. So we ended up eating like very randomly, and and she wouldn't understand. And then uh, the they explain later how you get how you eat it and and a lot. But we didn't. We didn't. I, I for example, filled those puddings. I put jam on them. Yeah. I didn't know what to do, so I ate them last, and I just ate meat with gravy, and I was happy. Right. So it was the first yeah. time I've ate gravy in my life. I was craving it since I saw American movies. So yeah. uh, it was really good. It, that was that was just as a as a twenty four hour impression. It was it, it was amazing. And uh, is this? I'm guessing I can go a bit. Um, but basically, what what I did, we 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 what we didn't want it is we read online. Is a lot of people came here on benefits, so we only came here in UK after we got a job offer. So right. we, uh, me and my wife, started to work. Uh, we started in a warehouse. Uh, we yeah. were top shop top men. Okay. Uh, we worked through Spectrum for Arcadia. He was the he was the infamous now Philip Green. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, I did a new lovely guy. Oh yeah, yeah, great chap. <laughs> <laughs> I would have given you my pension, but there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that that's um, that's as a as a first impression, if you if you may. Well, so so a very positive first impression. Yes, it was. And... It was. Uh, I didn't. I did. A lot of people said. A lot of. I did. I guess I had a, a different level of English as well, but uh, not not to brag or anything. But uh, I worked in uh, speaking English back in Romania. I worked in a customer in, in a contact center, so I was speaking in English. I was working with American clients, so always always speaking in English. Uh, yeah. I was I was an aid, a support agent for a ticketing for like maintenance issues, so. Uh, but I didn't got that racism that that a lot of people were, were saying they they get, and um, to, to to jump into another vertical. But uh, it's it's it uh, in, in, after my wife obviously after a while my wife got a better job. She got as an as an HR working in in, in recruitment and later on in HR, and she she was recruiting a lot of people for warehouses as like we were being. And what we found yeah. out it was actually the people were the problem that they were saying oh right. the race is not is not it wasn't the other people here it's because they were entitled they were coming yeah. to a, to an agency with a bare minimum level of not even a bare minimum level of english with a broken english you couldn't understand they couldn't read or write in english and they just demand the job yeah and obviously if you go to anybody my wife got annoyed and with their romanian she's romanian so it's not about nationality it's about being a human and being a decent yeah. human being so from from our experience it was really good uh, we had that, down the line later i had a few problems regarding the accent regarding issues like that that there were but that's you got bad seeds everywhere don't you well, yeah, I mean, when you say issues, what people not not understanding you or people having an issue with the fact that you had an accent, uh, having an issue like like talking down to you for having an accent, yeah. and like um, for example, when we had a complaint to make or we had an issue, my wife had issues with a few taxi drivers, for example, the council was was treating us with with disregard and and situations like that. That that's what I meant uh, because we, especially at the beginning, it took us longer to be able to to materialize uh, what we want to say and, and be able to verbalize yeah. it afterwards. Yeah. So, so, I mean, so as a, look, I mean, look, you, you are, you, you're a positive guy, you're a happy guy, you know, all, all my experience with you so far has been like that. <coughs> um, so, 
you know, you're going to see because of that, you're going to see people in a different way to someone who is is very negative. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. You know, because we, we kind of it's almost like we, we build an expectation. So it's almost interesting that you didn't really have an in, uh, uh, an expectation of the UK, which maybe sounds like sounds like it's possibly a good thing, although it might be a bit of a shock to shock to begin with. Um, yeah. But we build we build perceptions of 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 different nations and that's based on all kinds of things. It's based on the, the, the things we see on TV, the movies we watch, but also history as well. You know, so each 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 country has its sort of personality um, from the perspective of another country. So if you really generalise, we have a view of the French, we have a view of the Germans, yeah. you know, so on and so on. Um, but you didn't have that perception of us. Uh, no, no, so, at all. Uh, because I didn't, I don't know why. And then when I came here in the UK and I, I discovered, sorry, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was just, uh, please go ahead. No, I was, I, was, I, was, I was just, I was sort of interested in, Sort of, how would you, if to generalize about us in the UK, to generalize about the, the population of the UK, how would you describe us? What what are our kind of, what are our traits? What are the, what what? How do we come across? Uh, after I've been here, or so after after living for a while. Well, as yeah, as you are now. Yeah, as know, I am today. now. Yeah, uh, I would say I've 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 got the pleasure of meeting. I've never had a chance to meet from every part of the UK. For example, the biggest shock, um, so to, to tell as a, as a trait, I think the, the most common one that I've seen immediately and it impregnated was, was the, the politeness. Right. So um, I, I don't know if I, I think I've told you at one point I had two jobs one point last year and uh, I used to work as a waiter as well. Yeah. So in that, I've, they're everything there, even though they they were the client with the man in front of them, can I have this please? And I said, yeah, of course. Yeah. Thank you. For everything. I mean, talking yeah. drinks, I'm talking side, I'm talking mains. And this is not just here, everywhere. Yeah. And I think that was amazing. But in the same time, I couldn't understand. For me, it was very hard to get real feedback on my actions. Because I think, right. I think as a, uh, I don't know how to say it, but, but you don't really show your emotions, like your real emotions, if you, if you know what I mean. I, yes. I mean, for example, I used to do something really bad. I remember to this day, uh, my HR manager, and I said, I really, really have this. I'm just, oh, no, no, um, don't be silly. It, it's, it, it's just a bit of trouble or something like that. But <laughs> I knew very well that that wasn't that. But she wouldn't yeah. let me feel. But I knew exactly she, 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 her feeling were more than she was letting letting out. You know, I get that, and and, and it's almost, and I don't mean this is a criticism of individuals. I'm not saying they're dishonest, but there is a dishonesty about it. It might be because we're, yeah, and and people aren't necessarily intentionally being dishonest. It's just this is our culture. This is what we're conditioned to be like. Um, is to. And, and and I I know it I, I do it myself and I, I can feel I do it because I, I you know you want to let something out you want to be you want to say how you really feel but it's like oh I'm not supposed to do this and it's not it doesn't happen that slowly you know it's just like we we sort of we hold back um and maybe that can come across as being dishonest right okay I see where you're coming from yeah yeah um 
and and your experience of that is like and, and, and I'm, I'm the same now actually i probably didn't used to be but you know in jobs i've been in if i think someone's got a problem i will go and confront that yeah. someone's if i feel someone's got you know you get a sense that like someone is not this person is not happy with me for some reason but they're not saying it and i want them to say it and then we can talk about it and we can move on exactly that's me but that's see i've been i've been called aggressive for doing that which you and, and again you are in my in my experience of you far from aggressive oh thank yeah, you but, yeah but but again we have look we have a perception and, and i think my perception of i don't know i think you're probably the only romanian person that i know that i know so i might know others but i don't i'm not necessarily you know yeah um, aware of yeah but my perception you know eastern europeans tend to be um and i've worked with a a, a, a ton of eastern european people um tend to be i don't know I, i would say that they're not very expressive no no um so quite stern but then i've worked with some and and, and you get to know people and they sort of open up and, and i think when when you get two cultures that come together um if if you get on with someone you kind of break down those barriers a bit and you take on a bit of each other's other's kind of way of doing things yeah yeah you know you, you sort of meet in the middle somewhere um so i think i think you know and i can only speak for myself but also i've had conversations with other people you know there, there is an impression of of eastern european people that are a bit a bit stern and serious they are they are and uh, you're you're far more friendlier as well uh, so for yeah. example it's yeah i've been uh, uh two guys that's not to use the days but two guys here in uk you know no i sent you the picture with them when we went out for beers i was I was saying this is a you don't say stuff like that here in UK. You don't have to worry about that. If you're having a good time after this, you just become uh, like like you, you become friend type of thing. You, you just say oh thanks uh, you, you don't say thanks for a good night like I had a good time type of thing. You, you don't need to be like um over overboard with with thankness or, or sorry which I, I have a flaw with that I admit. But uh, I yes. found it a bit more more relaxed in terms of of, of everybody will talk with anyone. I mean, uh, people will have a pine with strangers. Yeah, this is not happening. This is not absolutely not happening in Romania. You don't go to strangers. Right. Okay. So in it's like you go to strangers like in really like really like low like elder like I don't know how to call it like very low chain bars. Yeah, like where you people over fifty come from. I don't know from like ditching. Uh, I don't know uh, doing ditching all day and stuff like that. So hard work. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So so only then you talk with. I don't know him, but we'll have a drink together. But to go to a pub and just have a drink with some random person is like very frowned upon. Right. Okay. And why is that? You, what? What's? What's? What? Why is that? I don't know. I mean, in Romania, it's everybody is like. It's uh, I've never had a drink with someone like like going going out or I've never had that. You 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 go. Uh, I don't know. I, I've never I never asked myself that to be fair. But everybody has their circle in Romania, and you get invited. You get like mixed circle, and then you create the friends. But you have to be. It's a very I don't know a very exclusivist mentality. Like you have to get invited. Yeah, but it's it's also a very idiotic because in the same thing is like for example in Romania, uh, I you invite me to your party, I have no problem bringing two other friends, and you, you'll be okay right. with that. 
So it's it, I, I think yeah sorry go yeah on. yeah that, no no that's that's what I find weird. So we we not don't talk with strangers, but it's fine to bring them along as long as you someone you invited vouches for them. Yes, I, I, yeah. yeah. So that's what it is, isn't it? It's it's the the you know by association they feel like they know the other two people exactly. because they're with you exactly. And it's like oh I know you I trust you so therefore I can trust them. Yeah. Whereas we are I suppose more likely just to hang out with some people who we meet one night and I've done that before you go out for a few drinks with a couple of friends and you end up meeting some other people and you go off somewhere else with them you know and just sort of you know spend the evening you know effectively you know having a few drinks with some literally complete random strangers yeah um and I suppose that's yeah I don't know it's a weird one actually from my perspective of 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 English people or, or British people um just going back to that, there is a there is a falseness about our politeness. I agree with so that. So it, it's a it's a it's a cultural conditioning, um, and I think that's one of the reasons. And, and and if you look on social media, LinkedIn, I think a lot of this comes out in in things like that because you know the world is changing. True. And particularly on LinkedIn, which was a very it was a very serious business recruitment site. Yeah. Um, and it, and it's really changed. Um, and people people struggle with that. People get offended by things very easily. Of course, especially as um, it's out of their, their their bubble. So I think as a as a nation, we do get very offended by things. <laughs> True. Um, and then and then we don't necessarily express our feelings about them. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of passive more, aggressive. We yeah. get more. Yeah, we get more frustrated, and that just sort of leaks out. Um, you know, what, what, what's, well, how does that differ to Romania? You know, it's, it's like I've, had, I've had many, many examples of I posted something on LinkedIn and, and I've got this reaction from, you know, maybe a particular person and I can't really understand it. You know, they might have misinterpreted what I've said or they've got their own version of it. it is, um, yeah. You know, do, do Romanian people get offended by everything as, as we seem to be doing at the moment? It, it is. It, it's, it's, with all due respect, and I hope, I hope everybody, anyway, any, any, Everybody hates me anyway, so it's fine. I will be. I can't. I can't lie. So I, I can't. I can't lie. I think, and I, I always said this. It's not that I'm. I'm, I'm sure I'm. I'm like, I don't know, middle class. Not a middle class. Like, I think it's 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 not a class thing. It's not. It's more of a, of a social economic background because I know people very wealthy, right? I know very very um, very wealthy people in terms of money. Yeah that are very stupid. And I know yes. also people, people that be poor, but smart and with morals and et cetera. So yeah. one doesn't exclude the other. But I think people do get offended by different things based on their understanding. As you yes. saw last week, policemen were going and they were telling people like, look, just because you're from the same family, right? Doesn't mean that's okay. Yeah. For you to do a barbie here with 30 people. Yeah. They couldn't grasp why. The same thing <laughs> went and uh, the same thing went in, in Romania. Of, uh, to, to give to give the same thing. People were doing, people were going outside and they were they were calling work sick and they were then they were like put on quarantine and we have like a, a unit that visits them at home to make sure they sit at home. Yeah. Right? And they were not found at home. We had like 30 of them. It's like, yeah. And they couldn't go, oh, I'll just pop out shopping a bit. What's wrong with that? Right? You're quarantined. They couldn't grasp that. They couldn't understand. They thought 
we are the crazy ones for not allowing them to pop for the shop. So this comes to, to one of my favorite quotes. For, for a bird that has been kept in the cage her entire life, freedom will look absurd. I'm, I'm yes. paraphrasing somewhat. It's not the exact quote, yeah, quote yeah. unquote, but the gist is there. So freedom, anybody you will ask in this world, like the majority of people will say is the best thing ever. Everybody in the free yeah. world. However, you will get the reverse answer. So I think the experience about the people getting offended, it's everywhere. It's just based on how they limit themselves. And you can say something today and it will offend the same people who were patting on your back yesterday. Yes. So you, you, it's no way you can, you can satisfy them all. But to, 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 to tell you one thing, for example, you get... You don't understand what what does it mean to have real customer service. To have, compared to a country like Romania, where you have to buy your own gauze in hospital. Right, yeah. It's that bad. When doctors won't treat you unless you put money in their pockets, if yeah. God forbid you forget to tip someone, as you get bad treatment. I know that for sure. I had double lung surgeries when I was 18. I spent a month in the hospital. Yeah. We paid over 4,000 euros. We paid so much bribe to make sure everything goes well that the doctor said, it's enough. It's okay. I'm, I'm going to treat him. Right. Okay. So that's, that's the thing. I have family friends that are poor. They're factory workers. One of the, them, they got beat up by gypsies, put to hospital. The doctor said, look, I'm putting the leg, like, like, so you don't lose it. But if you want to properly yep. use back that leg, I want this amount of money. Wow. Right? I'm not saying it's everywhere. My, my, my uncle, my uncle is, is the head of infectious diseases in, in, in Romania at a, at a hospital in Bucharest. I, I know that yeah. it, it is different. I know they have very little salaries. I don't blame them for taking that bribe. Nurses, cleaners, hospital workers, I don't blame them. But what I do yeah. blame is treat everyone equally. People who can afford will give you that money because we know how it works. So yeah. people, people, people bribe because they know how, 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 how it works. But people who can't afford, those are the only ones who, can't, who don't put it. And we had, we had doctors, like big doctors, who take a stand and say, look, just because this older lady from the, from the countryside, in the countryside in Romania, it's, it's a very poor location. It's just fully farms and stock and not, not wealthy. So just because she's from the countryside, you, everybody left her in a corner and they reached the media, etc. So talking about experiences, when I, I was hit by a car, a uh, hit and run, I was taken to hospital. And when they gave me on the hospital bed the morning, they gave me a menu to choose the yeah. food. I cried. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. cried. I, yeah. I, even now, I have so much emotion to that. In Romania, yeah. you get a corner of a bread and a, and, and a, and a square of butter. That's yeah. it. Yeah, so, well, so in essence, we, we, we perhaps, it's, we, we don't appreciate. But it's normal and, because and, you haven't experienced anything else. No, and you can't, I mean, you can't you know, blame the British population if this is what they have and this is what you should, what should have. I'm blaming my population for not having enough. 
Don't get me wrong. No, absolutely. Yeah. And, but, and, and again, it's, it's back to the same thing. You know, this is what we're used yeah. to. So we will be offended and critical <clears throat> about things that other people would just be truly grateful to have. Yes. Yeah. So for me. Yeah. So, so, so hospital food is often, you know, it's almost, it's, it's a bit of a, a you know, a national joke. Really? How terrible hospital, how terrible <laughs> hospital food is. Oh my God. <laughs> and. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Though, but the perception of, of you, someone else who's had a different experience, is that the food in, <laughs> the food in hospitals br- brought you to tears. Of joy. In a good yeah. Way. I mean, to give you a menu, to have a vegan option. <laughs> yeah. You're mental. It's like, <laughs> what? It's, oh my God, I, I, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. The, 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 wow, it, it's just, it was out of this world. It was surreal for me. They gave me medicine for free when I left. The hospital yeah. is like, what? <laughs> it's like, I don't pay for this? And it's, it was, yeah. uh, I, it came back to reality very quickly because when, as soon as I landed home, it was a mishap because they thought I'm not working. So they sent me a bill for £5,000. But that, that got yeah. corrected because I was actually working, but I was working through an agency and they were doing dodgy things. They got caught up and yeah. closed. Uh, Transline, I don't know if you ever heard of them. They no longer exist, but yeah. Right. They were yeah. doing those zero-hour contract. They fired me immediately as I had my accident. So, yeah, that's what. Happened. Yeah, but there, there you go. Um, but amazing, absolutely amazing. And to go back to your politeness, um, I had one bad experience when we delivered Alma at our, at the Oxford Hospital. Everybody was amazing yeah. except from one nurse. I guess she had a tough day, but it was our first kid, and we didn't have a car, so. Uh, she, like you said, she was smiling, but not helping. If yeah. it makes sense, Polar, you couldn't fold her, but she wasn't do. She wasn't moving the needle anywhere. So uh, when I asked to speak with the manager, I explained the situation. Everything happened in the course of two hours. So yeah. I do understand they have low, uh, but it, it was just the only thing. But other than that, my experience here has been brilliant. Honestly. It's yeah yeah. I mean, obviously, you I wouldn't, have... you wouldn't think you wouldn't think the experience of the UK would be would be brilliant if you ask certain certain people. And and I, I just think you know actually just to sum up, um, because we've we've done nearly forty well, minutes. Sorry, it's gone quite <laughs> quick. Um, but uh, at the moment, we have a situation where people who are you know comfortably off, who are potentially facing some years of hardship. Or, or certainly it will be harder than it was beforehand, before the, before the coronavirus. Um, and it just seems to be that, you know, the, the, complaining, the complaining is getting greater. You know, the, 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 the honeymoon period of, being, of having to stay at home, you can kind of get the sense that that's, 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 people are struggling with it or starting to struggle with it. I do. Un- you know, you get more, you know, if you look on social media, more comments about, oh, my sleeping patterns all over the place. Um, and I'm struggling to keep motivated to work and all those kind of things. So um, I, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting one. Actually, just I think there's one thing I want to say and then by, by all means sort of sum up. But you, you talk about freedom. Um, I, we, we have no idea what freedom truly is because none of us have it because we all live in this construct that is sort of society. And that's that's different in different different countries. Yeah. Um, but, but I think most of us would be truly terrified of, of absolute freedom because not only would we be able to do all the things we wanted to do we also wouldn't get all the things that we get true yeah because it would just be a huge free-for-all 
Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, yeah. So so and and no, I mean, no, no, that's a really it's a good twist. I mean, yeah. Is there anything you want to say just to sort of finish off? Oh no, I mean, I know. Oh. Just, just, just to finish on on the on on what you said, I, I agree. We 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 bound that. That's another thing. I I don't I don't think is like uh, it's it indeed. You're not free. You don't. You're not fully free because a you have to work for a living. You have to do this. You need a house. You need that. As you said, the society rules. But in the same thing, I understand you guys are worried as a country and you're worried about the thing and the furlough and and, and all that. I think about, I mean, putting in, in comparison with only other country I know is Romania. There's no such thing. There's no aid packet. There's no no nothing. No. There's zero zilch. It's free for all. Yeah. You want to make it, or you're pretty much f, mate. And that's 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 the. That, I mean, I, I know it's it's uncertain if you're gonna get it or not, but at least it's something. And uh, but, in, but the, again, I can't. I can't blame because you got a very good system to begin with, and you didn't you didn't start from from um, from with a you had an amazing infrastructure and great stuff. So that's why I think and I strongly believe you're gonna bounce back so hard and so well. And also, is it's it's not it's 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 only fair for the British people to want more because they know they're capable of more, because they know they can yes. do more, because you have the resources to do that, because. Indeed, you have corruption there and there. But what I've seen here in this country is regardless who you are, you're going to abide by the law. So when the guy yes. that, that was supposed to regulate prostitution and, and, high, and, and class A drugs got caught snorting cocaine, the irony is snorting cocaine of a, of a prostitute bosom, right, of her breasts, right, yeah. he went to prison. His law title was removed. The prince, when yeah. he got problem, he got put in his place. That's what I yeah. like it. It's regardless how you right, want yeah. to do. That's why the British people want more because you can do more and you deserve more. That's yeah, why I think, I think it's, it's, it's the, the, the fire be, behind this movement. And I can't blame them a bit. I actually applaud them, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's only, only fair and true and genuine. Yeah, that, that, that's it. That's the, the only thing I wanted to, to, to sum it up. It's, 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 it's amazing to see that, that sort of national pride and, and, and it's, it's amazing and surreal to be part of, part of it. Well, look, 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 thank you for coming on. It's a pleasure as ever talking Same to you. Same here, Dave. Same um, here. Thank you. And I'm, I'm sure we'll talk again and one day we will meet when we're allowed out of our houses. We again. definitely need to do. We definitely <laughs> need to do that. We, yeah. do a, we, we can do, I don't know, meet halfway somewhere and do, do a nice, nice barbie. We, I don't know, we get the whole family or just us we do do a proper booze out we will we will do something for sure but thank you very much <laughs> thank for coming you Dave. On, and i will speak to you speak soon, soon. all the best bye-bye thanks very much for listening to the latest uh, i made a bloody mistake again thanks very much for listening to the latest episode of the bullshit detective podcast uh, thanks again for radu for coming on uh, I really enjoyed this one. He's a lovely guy. Uh, if you'd like to hear more, you can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please do look forward to speaking to you again soon. Cheers now. Bye-bye.